Welcome to Smart Branding, a podcast dedicated to branding, naming, and domain names. I'm Tatiana Bono, and with my guests, we try to help you create and grow strong, memorable, and meaningful brands online. I believe time is one of our most precious assets, and so I want to thank you in advance if you decide to spend the next 30 minutes with us. I promise to do my best to make those worth it. Let's go. So my guest today is Jonathan Roncio. He is an entrepreneur, founder of Trainual, uh, hold on a minute, mountain climber, marathon runner, music maker, and I think a dad. I did see your Instagram. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about a lot of things. Thank you for joining us, Jonathan. It's a pleasure to have you here. Yeah, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Let's start with my classic first question. Give me a bit of a background. Wow. Um, that, uh-huh. that can take the next 30 minutes, right? Uh, <laughs> based, based on all the different things that you just listed off there. Um, all right, a bit of a background. So let's see. I'll try to make this quick. I, I grew up um, learning everything about entrepreneurship, working with my brother, who is um, you know, my my co-founder. He's our CEO here at Trainual. And I know we're gonna get into, you know, Trainual and all these different things, but um, so just he and I were three and a half years apart. He's the older brother and just grew up building things with him, whether it was initially like uh, you know, landscaping or car wash business or a lemonade <laughs> stand, to then um all through high school and college building a national event video company. We did like a lot of amateur sporting events. We'd film it and you know, sell the videos. And then um after college ended up uh exiting that business and two of us kind of went separate paths. He he started a consulting company and I started a uh down a, a media agency route and got into adventure media and started doing documentary filmmaking um and just pursued a, a life of being an outdoor content creator and working with a lot of outdoor brands and doing some other marketing consulting sometimes for some of his clients along the way. And uh and then of I don't know five or six years into that, our paths um converged again. And in uh January of 2018, we launched a software company. Um, at the time, I just expected to help get it off the ground. I didn't think I'd be this involved five and a half years later. Um, but, but it just became too fun to work together again. And, uh, and so as, as CMO at Trainual, um, I oversee all things, brand growth, sales, marketing. Um, and so that's kind of always been our split. He's, he's was more of a organizational operational minded person, the, the kind of the DNA of the app, which is about systems and process documentation and training really stems from his consulting company. And then I layer on the, like the branding and the advertising strategies and, and, you know, the, the growth marketing kind of stuff. And, uh, and it's been a wild ride. And so that kind of, um, you know, hit, hit pause on a lot of what I was doing in the adventure media world to, uh, to see where this could go. But I, I still do mm. a lot of running ultra marathons and climbing big mountains. It's just not, it's not my work anymore. It's my passion. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I, I do some uh, mountain running too. Been oh, for nice. the past three years. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about that because we're going to bore people. <laughs> Um, yeah, that I actually just had another question as I was thinking, uh, as I was listening to you, that working with somebody who, you know, people sometimes work like with family members, uh, it could be their spouse, it could be, like you say, your brother, how, how does that work? Because uh, I think a lot of people have bad experience with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the dynamic of how you're raised, right? Like, what's your what's your sibling or familial dynamic growing, growing up um, through your life? And if it was if it was competitive or hostile as a kid, that's probably mm-hmm. like, you know, be the same. But for, for us, um, you know, we've got great parents who raised us to be basically best friends. And 
Um, and so we we just always complement each other really well. Uh, we I think that's the the other part of it is like we're not competing for the same things inside the company, right? We're mm -hmm. not like our our egos are not colliding in any way. We're, it's it's complementary in the, in mm -hmm. the sense that like he's he's naturally really solid at like organizational strategy and like the the operational management side of things and he's more of like the, the product visionary and mm. uh, and then for for me like i've just always been you know more drawn to the the marketing and the media and the brand and the creative and yet we can collab both ways where like the mm. best the best stuff comes from how like we talk and and fuel off of each other for the marketing strategy or for the product strategy or for mm -hmm. the organizational vision because we 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 think differently we are different people um he's not somebody that's that's going to go scale the side of a cliff on a mountain and uh <laughs> and you know i'm i'm different from him in a lot of different ways too but yet at the same time we'll both run a marathon together and so there's just there's, mm -hmm. there's ways that we overlap there's ways that we complement each other but we've never been um we've never been like competitive at each other's throats to like vie for the same recognition right we respect mm. we respect the praise that the other deserves in their own lane mm. that sounds great yeah i think you're very lucky i, I don't even like the word lucky very much because it's when you say somebody is lucky to have something it's like oh it just fell on my head i'm sure it's mm. a lot of effort and a lot of work too yeah i mean at the end of the day i think the other thing is like this this company could last for you know it could be something that we're scaling for the rest of our lives working together or mm. it could last for another couple of years before any kind of like you know an exit or something like that um who knows what the future holds for for the outcome of, of what we're building but at the same time we both know that um the that the love for each other as brothers and the respect for each other as brothers comes before whatever mm. whatever is in business mm. absolutely how did you come up with the name Trainual? What was the, the process behind that? Um, so that that was, uh, I think Chris at the time, so Trainual stemmed out of his consulting company. It was just this beta app that he had built for some of his clients that like needed a system for onboarding and mm. uh, kind of like documenting their processes. And so this was something that um, was, was an existing tool inside of his company, Organized Chaos, back in 2015, 2016. And, um, and it just came from, I think him sitting on the couch with his wife and, and basically just trying to come up with a name and thinking, well, it's, it's a training manual app. Right. And then mm. like, like training manual, trainual, cool. And, mm. um, and we, we've just always had a, a tendency to smash words together in weird ways. And that's that just, uh, another one, like I'm working on a, a children's book right now called processes, just combining mm. system processes, um, <laughs> like a, a children's a, book. Yeah, yeah, it's like a marketing book for uh for Trainual to teach kids, um, you know, young aspiring entrepreneurs like we were when we were doing lemonade stands mm. about the power of systems and processes and documentation and delegation in a really like fun way with a hamster character. Cool. And so so cool. like processes, um Trainual, yeah, it's we kind of like just combining words. I like that. Oh, that's really actually like, like you just brought it up. That wasn't anywhere in my notes, but I really like that because I have four kids and, you know, as a ex kid myself <laughs> and, and seeing them, I'm, I'm sure you 
probably experienced the same thing, like you said, you know, the young entrepreneurs you were. And especially now, I mean, when we were younger, it was like almost unimaginable or it was a thing that you see far ahead, like I'm going to build a business. And now literally like you can be 10, 12 and get a computer and literally, you know, you're able to build something that can um, get you some recognition and earn you some money. So it's, it's, I think the educational system is not managing to keep up with that sort of a thing. And like, it's a really cool idea. What, yeah, what you're thinking of and what you're building there. Um, I think really a lot of kids could benefit from it. Yeah, thank you. It's, it is nuts. It's like the, the pace of the evolution of business is, as you're saying, far outpacing education. And mm. just the barrier of entry is so low. And I, and I love that entrepreneurship is, has become a viable option and a cool thing mm. to do, right? Like even I, I was um, looking, scrolling through Facebook last night and like my local town has a Facebook group. And I saw that there was a post from two high school kids that they were, they were just like, yeah, we, we started a business for junk removal because um, we had a pickup truck and, uh, and we've got another couple of weeks before we go back to school. So if anybody needs like junk removed, cool. uh, just go to junkteens.com. And I was like, that's so awesome. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. I love that. It's, it's good. Yeah, I think we're, I mean, we, we kind of focus uh, oftentimes on the negatives of, of, of the internet of, well, well, all of it, like globalization and all that, but there, there are obviously good sides to it. Sure. So tell me more about Trainual then. So what, what do you do there? How do you help entrepreneurs? Yeah. All right. So Trainual um, is an app for basically documenting all of your systems and processes, all of, uh, you know, every policy and standard operating procedure in your business for every role and responsibility. It's a way to structure out, um, you know, your, your people strategy. Uh, there's org charts, there's role charts. Uh, it's it's really one spot to be an operating system that connects people with the knowledge, the like the who does what and how in your business. Um, and so we've been growing this for five and a half years. We have about 10,000 small businesses using the tool. We're really focused on the small business, typically with like 10 to 250 employees. Of course, there's companies that have thousands um, and, and it works really well for just when you have a deep bench of repeatable roles, like mm. you're hiring five graphic designers and they all need to be trained up on the same thing, or you've got high turnover and you need to train people frequently on the same stuff. Um, and so that's, uh, that's what the the product is. My role as CMO and CRO basically is I oversee, I like to say the reputation and revenue of the, of the mm. brand, uh, or of the product and brand, right? So brand I think is synonymous with reputation and it's not just mm. it's not just the the logo and the ad that you see and the the color and the typeface I think that it's it's the every touch point and experience and so that's something that I'm passionate with collaborating with like you know the rest of our leaders whether it be on the customer experience team or product and UX and design um across the board I think that it's it all is representative of brand reputation and, uh, and, you know, but of course at the forefront, a lot of what we do is just like really creative, fun marketing to, mm-hmm. um, to resonate with the pain point of an entrepreneur or a small business leader that feels like I just have, I'm wearing too many hats. I have so much on my plate. I need to figure out how to like document the things that I'm doing so I can delegate it. Or I, I, I need somebody else on the team. So I need to prep for the hiring and training. It's just like, there is a very real resonant pain point there that um, mm. I'm sure you felt that I've felt. And, uh, and so I, I love the, the ability to, to alleviate that pain because I've felt it, right? Like 
five years ago, prior to really launching Trainual, when it was still an app inside of Chris's consulting company, my first touch with it was um, I, I went to climb Denali up in Alaska. And at the time I had my adventure meeting agency and I needed to like get, get my, um, I had a, a writer on staff at the time and I had, you know, my wife and I just basically like documented out, like, here's how to keep the newsletter going. Here's how to like publish mm. client blogs. Here's how to keep the podcast going, like things like that. And I just like, I documented that stuff out in Trainual, And then I was just on the glacier, like MIA in Alaska for three weeks. <laughs> and wow, this is amazing. I, I don't have to be the one doing it all. Like this mm. is this avenue for being able to hand off the the things that keep the work going. And, and I love when people see that aha, um, mm -hmm. with the product. So from, okay. from a brand reputation standpoint, it's, it's trying to build that experience and that weight off your shoulders feeling into like every ad we have or every customer support experience we have. And then, of course, from a revenue standpoint, it's, uh, you know, I oversee all of sales and marketing. And so we've got an inbound sales team. We've got an outbound sales team, got a partnership sales team. Um, and then we've got, you know, advertising and growth marketing and product marketing and our creative studio and uh, and, and content. And so I, uh, I I get to have the the fun honor of being at the helm of, of all of that. And fortunately, we have just amazing all-stars on our team that um that are doing some really really fun work to uh to continue growing this company wonderful when you you, you touched on um the and i very much agree that the the brand is it's not just you know it's not just the logo it's not just the website it's not just the, the name even it's like a huge mix of all of that in the way that is communicated and how people feel about it and and even down to like i think nowadays down to literally every person that works in that company. Um, I, I always have that um, something that made a huge impression on me when I was, um, they were still in France um, going to the gym and, and there was one of the employees that like had that habit of going out and smoking a cigarette and throwing the bat on the floor. And it just, it's like, do you know what I mean? It's like such a, you could say small thing, but down to that one person, it yeah. really affects it's it, you know it makes you feel okay so you how i mean what sort of people work for that company and it's a huge yeah. you know national international company but you go you haven't done your job well there um so on that where do you feel um because we did talk about the name a bit but where do you feel the name and domain name since on smart running we focus on that where do you feel they come into all of that mix like for example you got um trainual.com do you have a domain strategy? How how do you feel about all that? Yeah, I mean, I the name and domain are nothing without a story, right? And I think mm -hmm. that what you were talking about is it's the the necessity to have people on your team that are culturally aligned with the values of mm -hmm. your business and and the values of your brand, right? And so that's like part of our even candidate screening process. Like we use Trainual as a tool for like we have a, a whole subject built out that we do pre-screening for candidates to sh like, they go through a thing and they have to uh, like check all the boxes of the training to know that they're, they're seeing our core values. They're aligned with it. They're, they're seeing all the videos of like meet our leadership team and see what we're about in every department and see how we think. And if they get to the end of that and they're like, yeah, I love this. This spot is for me. Then they can move forward and go through the, like the rest of the interview process. Um, so like from the very first touch point of, of even potentially bringing somebody on, 
I think it's like Trainual, the the name means nothing without the story and the values behind it. And and I think that we're really intentional about communicating that. And that's both mm-hmm. for you know who we're thinking about bringing onto the team and uh, and outwardly. And so our, I don't know, from a domain strategy, um, we we've played with having like keyword domains in the past, but I just don't think that that's like as relevant anymore. Like we own mm-hmm. standardoperatingprocedures.com and onboardingandtraining.com and some of those other kind of keyword domains. But um, but I just don't think that that's it, it's not become a, a big factor in our domain strategy. Our domain strategy is just like build buildtrainual.com to be like the clearest representation of who we are as a company mm-hmm. and who, who you know how we work as a product for you right because ultimately the visitor to trainio.com is there to, to figure out like they've heard something about it they might have seen an ad they might have had a referral they get there and and you need to answer the question like what's what's in it for me how does this help me mm-hmm. and at the same time of answering that question you need to be able to tell them what it is and what it isn't from a brand value standpoint and from a like a, a story alignment standpoint. So that's really what we've mm. tried to focus on. We have a, uh, for like blog content and stuff, we have a separate, uh, not a separate domain, but a separate kind of brand. So it's called the manual. And basically, mm. it's, so it's like trainual.com slash manual. And that's where our like editorial hub is. And so from an SEO standpoint and just organic content standpoint, that's where a lot of people might come in looking for those keywords rather than us building those domains for the keywords we own. They might come in looking mm-hmm. for the keywords. They might, um, you know, like what they read and poke around. And then of course they're, you know, we're, we're able to retarget that or they're able to like download a book or um, jump on a webinar or, you know, have a call to explore more. But that's, that's kind of what the split from like an editorial side of just pure education and value or, or like a trainual.com side is really just like you're, it's, you're there to learn about the story of this product and this company and how it helps you, right? Mm. Like you, our customers, if you go to our site and you're logged in as a customer, you're just redirected into the app. So we we know that mm-hmm. the website is not for our customers. Our interactions with them are are via email or in-app communication or um, you know virtual events. Last week we had a, a virtual event for for you know two thousand of our customers registered and, and we did a whole like product launch thing and celebrated like our top customer awards and. Um, in our community and and just shared a ton of free resources and training. And that was amazing. And that's the intention we want to bring to, to the customers versus saying like, go to trainio.com. Like we mm. want them with us. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's a very important point that um, we kind of bring up in conversations when it comes to naming and domains um, and content now, especially with artificial intelligence and like the waves of you know everybody's like suddenly producing lots of content and it has to make sense and it has to be aimed at ultimately the you know the, your customers present or future customers but it has to be like human centric you know it has to be intentional so i think like you said with um i feel it's important to have a domain strategy but a lot of people are getting the domain name and even the name wrong as seeing it as some sort of a technical detail or some way to like trick search engines or some way of whatever. And it, it's like, no, it's more about making your customer's life easier. So in a way, like you said, if you called Trainual and you have Trainual.com, then you have that clear, simplest, shortest connections with your customer. And then that's your ground to, to share and create and uh, nurture that relationship 
but yeah, I mean, for example, if you had, if you were too focused on those keywords, name or names, or uh, you had some compromise compromise name, which people would struggle to remember or get or type, that's in a way, in a way, not respecting their time even. Yeah, and and I mean, trainual is a made up word, right? So people do yeah. get get it wrong from time to time. And so, I mean, I guess part of our domain strategy is we bought every misspelling of trainual. That's smart. Yeah. Right? So I mean, like that's, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so any of the misspellings also come to us um, and, and you get to where you need to go, but, but yeah, I mean, mm. as like, it's, it's, it's a made up word that it has a, a wild amount of inbound traffic now because of what we've done with our brand marketing. Mm. And, and so Absolutely. that's, that's really like, you can name your business really anything you want. If, if you like know how to speak to the right audience about the right things, they'll, they'll come mm. searching for you. They'll, they'll like, if your message resonates and your, your brand resonates with like the, the right audience and you're, you're speaking to the pain and showing a solution that they maybe even didn't know they needed, like mm. if you got your, you know, target persona, right. And your product market fit, right. Then effective marketing is what can build you know the the brand awareness no matter what mm. your name or domain is mm. sure and you've got also your name your personal name as as a like personal brand on on the matching domain name tell me what was the reasoning behind that and did that come before or after trainer or what's the story there yeah so jonathanronzio.com came before um because i you know like i said when when i was I don't know. This was uh, 2011. Um, so I, I graduated college and moved out to Colorado and pursued that life of, of basically an adventure filmmaker and content creator. And um, I'm, I made some some films that did well at festivals and that gave me a leg to stand on in the outdoor industry. And I just immediately knew that like the personal brand strategy was part of that. I saw very early that like combining my expertise with media production with my um, passion for adventure travel and my knowledge of of like brand marketing and how to you know use any how to like adjust my brand voice based on who I was working with whether it was Old Spice or Cliff Bar or whatever else right um, I, I just saw the intersection of that and being like wow companies are actually because I can check these boxes companies will actually pay me money to go do the fun things I want to do and mm. So, uh, so then I, I just kind of started building a business around myself as, um, as a speaker and, uh, and content creator. And so that's, that's really just the Jonathan Ronzio has been, uh, that site has been around long before Trainual because that's just been my hub for finding, mm. finding me as a, as more of a personality to understand, like I'm more than just the CMO and co-founder of Trainual. Mm. I, <clears throat> I also, I'm an award-winning filmmaker. I'm a singer-songwriter with, you know, I, I produce music and put, and I have my own like artist profile on Spotify and iTunes. And I, um, I, I do like motivational speaking and leadership facilitation stuff. And so there's just been too many avenues of my life mm. that, um, I don't know, I've never been one to feel like I fit in a box. And I think more and more people feel like that these days. Mm. That, like, why choose one path when these days it's so easy to do so many? Um mm. And and so that site is kind of just a hub for putting on display. Like this is these are all the aspects of who I am. Mm. That was going to be my next. That is going to be my next question. How do you combine all of that? Like like you say, a lot of people feel like 
they have to be one thing, otherwise they're not going to be good at it or um, or nervous about trying things. And especially now with, like you say, with the internet, you have that. Whether actually I feel almost like whether you put effort into it or not, you do by default have a personal brand because you have your social profiles and whether you like it or not, people are looking at them. So like if somebody's contacting me about a domain name or about a, whatever it is, they're looking at all of those profiles, all of those things that I'm sharing wow. uh, and that I am in a way. So in a way, if you say, I'm going to have a personal brand, it's more like saying, okay, I'm going to curate all that and I'm going to make sense of it so that people can understand it. But it's still there whether you do it or not. So yeah, how do you manage all of that? Um, so for, like internally, how I make sense of it all is I, I see how they benefit each other, right? So mm. These seemingly divergent paths and different lanes, I, I can draw clear lines to how being a you know, like my experience as an adventure filmmaker and photographer made me a better, you know, creative director and media producer for the software company. Because like when we launched Trainual, nobody in HR tech and B2B SaaS was making content like we were making content because mm. I had experience in HR tech and B2B SaaS. And so I had no, nothing like no benchmark of, oh, this is the way it's done to draw. And I was like, my experience is in like really authentic storytelling in outdoor content. And let me just like take what I know there and apply it to this message and this product and this audience and mm. it resonates really, really well. And so I, I know that, that that made our brand better for me bringing that experience over. Um, from a standpoint of, of like music, I mean, everything that I, I know as a marketer, I think is rooted in my background as a musician all the way back from like learning HTML to, to code MySpace profiles for my band in high school <laughs> or um, or like take, you know, the knowing the importance of taking promo shots and having a site for my brand and, and just knowing that like, okay, if I, if I write music and record music, what do I want to do? I've created something. Now I want people to hear it. How do I do that? Mm. Figure out how to put it on pure volume or band camp or go play shows need to put, you know, figure out how to like how to get venues to allow us to like get in and be an opener or like go to bars and get them to let me play um and so it was it was all like that route of just like you have something to share how do you get it out there to the right people mm. and and like writing songs is essentially storytelling it's like all right in mm. this in this poetry i need to convey an emotion in a really succinct way through copy and visuals and metaphors to 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 like you know so people get it and they feel it mm. in, in a compressed timeline. And um, and so all of that has translated into like the foundation of everything about me as a marketer. And even to the standpoint of like getting up and getting on a mic and playing shows, that made me a better speaker to be comfortable just mm. get, getting in front of any audience and just getting on stage. And what, even if I didn't have a guitar, I was comfortable getting on stage and speaking to people. And knew I would how imagine to... it being easier than with the guitar. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Sometimes it's not. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, because the, like the guitar, it's easy to, I don't know, you, you can play and, and it's entertaining for people alone versus mm. like what you have to say is just if you, without it, without the music, mm. it's just like what, what's coming out of your mouth, right? But, um, <laughs> but no, all, all of that, I think just is mutually beneficial. And, mm. um, you know, and to this day, I think like I, I draw now reverse the other way like i draw a lot of creative inspiration from what we're doing at trainual to fuel other aspects of of my life and it's it's sometimes it just all collides uh two years mm -hmm. ago we did like a brand campaign 
you know Montel Jordan he's the singer of like this is how we do it right mm-hmm. that song so um we we have a a partnership with Montel he's an ambassador of ours we started that two years ago and uh and my like music and media and trainual worlds all collided with this campaign <laughs> where like I actually co-wrote a song, a new song with Montel that was basically a remix of This Is How We Do It. And we released This Is How You Do It. And it's like, <laughs> it, it, it took the hook from the original. And it's like, it's not an overly trainual promotional promotional song. It's not it's not like we, like, like it, the whole thing is like a commercial. It's a legit mm-hmm. song that we just created together to be basically an entrepreneurial anthem that we could use in all of our advertising. Mm-hmm. And, and then we, we made a train you Spotify profile and, you know, co-released the song and it just became yeah. this, like, a really cool way to like, bring, bring my whole background in music to the B2B SaaS company and our advertising strategy. And, and so sometimes it all just like hits together. Very cool. I think that's underexplored. That's what you just said with the, uh, with the music. I think that, that like, I almost feel like every brand should have like their own music band. That's because there's nowadays like brands are so strong as personalities. Almost like if it, almost like if it's if they're missing that that aspect. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's fun. I mean, we we actually just a couple of weeks ago put out a music video for a song called Straight Out of Google Docs, and, <laughs> and that was like a uh, it, it was a rap I wrote with like Snoop Dogg in mind. And <laughs> uh, and then my my friend and producer threw down a beat that felt like early '90s Snoop Dogg, and unfortunately the collab with him didn't pan out. So I just threw down <laughs> and we just did a fun like little joking cool. video. But like yeah, it's fun and the brand personality comes through and stuff like that. And and mm. music resonates. It, it crosses borders. Mm. How do you feel about artificial intelligence? Because we're talking about storytelling, music. You mentioned, um, and, and I've seen a lot of things done with it how do you feel it's going where is it going and have you applied it to to what you do yeah um i'm an advocate i think that i mean obviously there's there's scary futures that could come out of it but at the same time like right now i think it's it's insanely powerful and i'm using it and and i'm an advocate of um use it or be left behind because i just think like Mm. the pandora's box is opened right there's no world where this goes away now it's just mm. it's, it feels like the internet was reborn and so adapt or die is kind of mm. kind of my mentality um but i i think it's fascinating it's powerful we've built ai into trainual in different ways so a lot of times people the hardest part of actually like documenting their processes is setting aside the time to sit down and document and then at the same time they're like i don't know where to start i don't know what to write i don't know how to create really great mm. stuff learning. and so we've we've like now infused ai to help people just like throw in oh i need to write a process for this here's a couple bullet points of how we do it and now that mm. AI builds out the process um and we we've done a few other things to help like auto build your role chart or um or like recommended, uh, you know, if you add a role, it like recommends responsibilities for that role based on understanding the context mm. of businesses like that, that have that same role. So in, in a lot of ways, it's helping people use our product, you know, faster and better. Mm. One of what we're doing in marketing, I think like it's, it's powerful. I, I'm, I don't want it to take the place of like creativity. I want mm-hmm. it to enhance it. Right. And that's, that's how I treat it. Like, I'm not going to go to ChatGPT or Claude or whatever else and 
and ask it to write me the lyrics to a song. Mm. Like that's still something that I value on like my perspective and my talent and skill that I I will still do that. But for, but I'll, you know, if, if I had this transcript from our interview right now, like I can take this transcript and I can just upload it and say like, Hey, some, some like turn this into a, uh, like a blog post with like mm. summaries and whatever else. And then I think that's wildly powerful, incredibly time-saving. And, yeah. um, and then it, it, I think it elevates, you know, the people who would have had to spend hours working on making sense of a transcript to turn it into a blog. Now they can, mm. now they can take that and they can start thinking more strategically about distribution and cool. Here's the, here's the stuff. Here's the blog. Now, like how, how do I, um, make additional content from this that we can like bring to to linkedin or bring to twitter or x now or what mm. writer threads um instagram so i i think it's just it's taking the the grunt work and making that easier but i don't think it should be replacing creative strategy mm. absolutely yeah i feel the same way too and i did have especially at the beginning a lot of um a lot of people like were saying oh yeah but that's cheating and that's uh, this and that and I felt even then like it, it's almost like you know when I was at school Jesus I'm old when I was at school and we had to do some I don't know some presentation about something you would have to go to the library and you have to get a book and sometimes you'd have to wait because you know there's a limited number of books and somebody else wanted to write about that and then you have to open it and you know, go through the pages you don't have control and f and write the thing and and now you have you know wikipedia and google and the internet and, and nobody's saying oh yeah but you're cheating it's more like no you have access to a lot more information quicker so i see it as a you know that's just the next level of that but mm-hmm. you're still using it as a tool yeah yeah i i think it's it's a uh, interesting change societal wise in that like mm. the, it, it used to be that knowledge was power right that that famous saying knowledge is power but mm. i we're kind of transitioning into a world where knowledge is not power. Knowledge is a commodity, right? Knowing, mm. knowing is not the thing. Doing is the thing. Those mm. who do, those who act, those who have drive and momentum and a vision and goals and are relentless towards them, mm. you, you will use the stepping stones and and the you know resources available to achieve your vision, to achieve your goal. And so I think mm. doing is powerful. Um, knowledge is is now is becoming commoditized in in a lot of ways. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Last question: What is like with so many things you're doing? What are you up to now? Like, what's what's next? What are you looking forward to? Um. Well, let's see. <laughs> in, in, in a few different ways. All right. So, uh, a couple years ago, Trainual teamed up with Ironman. Um, they actually the Ironman race series, they use Trainual for like training, onboarding, training all of their volunteers for running all the races. And so we, and we're the title sponsor for the um, Indian Wells Ironman, which is out in like the Palm Springs, California area every December. And so this is the third year of our partnership. And uh, so now I'm, I've got a few months to train for doing the Ironman in December. I've done it. I've done it the last two years. (laughs) Now I've got to, I've got to check off the third because if, if, if like our brand name is on the metal, our logo is on the metal, <laughs> I can't not do it. I, it's actually one of the ones behind me. Yeah. Um, so, so there's that. Um, and then I have recorded uh, a lot of new music recently and um, 
and you know it's funny like i i used to play at bars all the time and and do different like um just with my bands or on my own acoustically and i didn't for like 10 years i was just you know music oh. it became more of a personal thing and recently i started playing out again i just needed to scratch that itch and so now i have uh, a couple shows lined up and i'm releasing nice. new music, and so that's been really fun um and then from a uh trainual standpoint um we the, the next fall is just like crazy busy we we've exploded our our strategy into like partnership channels and tons of events and tons of sponsorships and we just launched an outbound sales team we like thus far our five years of growth has come all from inbound it was just anything mm. that we're doing on organic content on um in our affiliate network or in uh, advertising is what drove all the traffic that either was you know, a free trial that just converted on its own, or they would need to jump on a demo, but it was just, we've always been inbound. And so we mm. just lost uh, an outbound team to start scaling, you know, that because we were pretty laser focused on who the product works for and, um, and feel like it's, it's the time to explore that channel. So a lot of my energy is going towards that as well. Wonderful. Last thing, just as you said it, I know I said it was last question, but as you said, the outbound team and uh, you laser laser focused on who the product is for. Who is the product for? Just like so, our listeners have a clear idea on if that's something for them or not. Sure. Um, yeah. So we're pretty industry agnostic. I mean, some uh, we've noticed like really grasp on more than others. Like I think like property maintenance and management, like kind of home services that might be roofing or HVAC or plumbing or construction and landscaping, like that kind of stuff, like works really well because they have a lot of seasonal employees, a lot of turnover. Um, we've seen me like medical and healthcare, like whether that be med spas or dental offices or chiropractic or veterinary clinics, like those um, have been big. Tech and SaaS has been really big. Legal has been big, but but like I'm just rattling off a few of the, the top, yeah. but generally like we literally have um customers in, in pretty much every industry it just really comes mm. down to, do you have a business that in order to continue scaling your business you need more people right mm. but that's that's really more it's just people powered service businesses that have mm. a need that have a need for streamlining their and and making better and saving time with their onboarding their training their knowledge and change management and mm. uh, and again, i think i said at the beginning but like typically our best fit customer has between 10 to 250 employees or 10 to 500. Like we're, we're really not focused on the enterprise. And, and I think that if you have less than 10 or maybe less than five employees, you're probably not ready for something like Trainual. Like Google Docs mm. works, works just fine if you have only a couple people and you're, you're a startup and things are changing so fast. But like once you mm. start to have, you know, really like locked in processes, and need systems that you need to be communicating through layers of middle management and you have more than one person in a department that's where it really becomes like you know your business is maturing to the state of needing a, a training mm. and knowledge system like trainable cool yeah and volunteers you mentioned uh, because of the sports events i'm thinking yeah, that that's a really cool one because that that's something that's ongoing yeah, very cool that's, that's one example of, of like the beyond <laughs> 250 or beyond 500 it's like yeah oh, there are thousands of volunteers because they're they just all need to know the same stuff about what to do with the mm. water right absolutely <laughs> very cool well thank you very much that's been an absolute pleasure we'll include all the links where people can reach you in the write-up all right thank you it's been fun Thanks. Thank you.
you for joining us in this episode of Smart Branding Podcast. Feel free to visit smartbranding.com for more information and reach out if you have any suggestions, questions, ideas, or just want to learn more about how a good domain name strategy can help you build a strong and successful brand. See you next time.